podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Cricket Podcast. I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast with me, Jack Hope. Uh, my favourite Cricket World Cup moment is Dwayne Leatherock taking that catch, that second slip against India. Absolute blind. Uh, no one remembers who the batsmen were, do they? No, you just, you just, <laughs> you just remember a 20 stone bloke no, <laughs> and he went on a, through the air. He went on a nice little run after that as well. <laughs> um, the bowl was 17 as well. Really? Oh, there you are. Um, Bermuda will not be at this year's World Cup. <laughs> I'm here with Max Roy Brown. My favourite Cricket World Cup moment is Herschel Gibbs scoring six sixes in an over for the first time against the <laughs> Netherlands in uh, 2007. Um, yeah, beat on the little guy. Nice one, Max. <laughs> uh, Ross Leck. Um, mine's uh, still South Africa, but it's uh, the heartbreaking moment that um, Alan Donald and Lance Klusner um, <laughs> and a, a, a ball watching run out, I think, is uh, and they both yeah. ended up at the uh, bowler's end. And painfully went out in the 1999 semi-final. Uh, yep. They tied the game, but because they'd lost to Australia, they'd already gone out. Yeah. Uh, and Robin Hughes. Yeah, my favourite's a classic. Snil Gavaskar, 36 not out of 174 balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's proper cricket. Yeah. <laughs> He's what you call an accumulator. <laughs> um, this week on the Cricket Podcast, as you may have guessed, we will be doing a Cricket World Cup preview. Part one of two episodes, we'll do the second one next week. Um, this week we will be previewing Afghanistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh. Bangladesh? Bangladesh. That's, that's going to be their team. That's going to be their World Cup name. Uh, Bangladesh, the West Indies and Pakistan um, to the five not favourites. The powerhouses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the week after we'll be counting down... Um, to England, the uh, tournament favourites and mm-hmm. almost certain winners. Um, almost. <laughs> this is an opportunity for you to kind of get one over on uh, on your mates at work, isn't it, really? Uh, about your weird knowledge from Afghanistan, from Rob, I think you're doing Afghanistan, aren't you? I am indeed. So, uh, the captain of Sri Lanka, as, uh, with his average of, what, less than 15. <laughs> Doesn't make good reading, no. Um, yeah, uh, before that, should we do a little cricket update of sort of non-World Cup matters? Uh, so England continued to batter Pakistan um, between the end of the last episode and this episode. Uh, 4-0 with a game rained off. Uh, we can almost count that as 5-0, can't we? <laughs> from that. Um, anyone got any thoughts on that series? Uh, well, I think some of the games were probably a bit closer than um, than you might have thought. But there was one overall, game. it was, there was one game, wasn't it? Where there was a 12 run. Lots difference. of runs were scored. Well, it was uh, Pakistan ended up as the uh, the first team ever to score over 340 in three consecutive innings. It just happened to be that England <laughs> were closely behind them, um, which was pretty impressive. And I mean, it was a good thing for I mean, Pakistan. Have come up, they've got two really good batsmen in um, is it Fakhar and Babar? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked absolutely amazing. Mm. But at the same time, they also looked like classically selfish batsmen. But there was a bit where this, all the heads were then properly press on. They were like, actually, I'd quite like to get a century. Yeah, so that did happen, didn't it? Kind yeah. of just yeah. meandered towards it. So they need to figure that out. Um, but more news on their team, so I was just about to comment on that. Um, England look formidable, though. Joss Butler is ridiculous. Owen yep. Morgan is pretty good. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. They all seem to, most of them seem to be in form at the bat as well at the moment, don't they? 
They do, yeah. And even uh, even the likes of like James Vince comes in, gets still a nice contribute in thirty. Yeah, you're still getting thirty. Yeah. Thanks, James. That's a milestone in the IPL. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on the on the topic of England, um, we'll, we'll move on from that because I, I think like I don't think there's much more to say. Is that England are a lot better than Pakistan, and it showed. Yeah. All the other uh, lesser podcasts like Tailenders or all that, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll do that. They'll, they'll cover that the bits. Um, England named their squad this morning, so we're recording on Tuesday the twenty first. David Willey out, mm. Denley out, Dawson in, and, well, one of Archer and Plunkett, I suppose, is, is the person... Yeah, but if, yeah, yeah. Archer's yeah. the one who takes yeah. the place, isn't he? Uh, thoughts, gentlemen? It's probably the right thing. I think uh, Joffre off, uh, definitely offers more than David Willey. People kind of say, oh, I've got the left arm variation, but Willey's only kind of redeeming feature is that he swings the ball, and the white ball swings for about what? Five overs, if, if that. that. Yeah, maybe yeah. five balls. And actually, people are probably um, a little bit more scared. Let's, let's be honest, England are a pretty strong batting lineup. They're going to be preparing some flat decks. Yeah. So, I think in terms of bowling, bowling options, Tom Curran is better than Willie, just based on what he can do to make things happen when the ball's not doing anything, with his variations and his Yorkers and that sort of thing. I like that he's a proper gritty bastard as well. Yeah. Is there any possibility at all that it will upset the apple cart? Nah, chill out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it out there. I, I think what, what did come um, out of that was uh, how badly Joe Denley's been treated. Actually, like he kind of just was a bit of a spare yeah, part. But they got it all wrong, didn't they? Because they had him in there as a second or like third, fourth, whatever, like backup spinner, and mm. he barely even bowled backup spin for he, Kent half the time. Yeah, he bats in the top four for Kent in like any format, yeah. and then he was batting at seven, and then was bowling yeah. a couple of overs. So, so I think it's right that they've included Dawson instead, but they probably should have just had Dawson in from the start and treated you know the pace like they wanted to rather than having Joe Denley trying to well, even, even another roll he's not supposed to do even like, give Jack Lynch a go see how he, he does in like 50 over cricket or there's something like that was a little bit different it just seems it was a wasted opportunity with Joe Denley in the side yeah well, I think it probably was um, Denley probably will be back for the Ashes so I'd have thought if he has any form at all in the championship he's, there's a fair few rounds there's four or five rounds maybe more before the Ashes Mm-hmm. So he picks up a sentry there, yeah. nails his place down, and um, then goes quick, think... quickly moved by Pat Cummins <laughs> in the third yeah. over. I think he might get through England the nine for three. I think he might get uh, through five or six openers this yeah, summer. He can he can hold that place for Dom Sibley or uh, the Renaissance of um, that's even me. Yes, I did see that um, England have chosen to use the 2017 Duke's ball. So yes, which, no. which, which I thought it was 18. Yeah, we're in 19 yeah, last, now, so last, last year's year. ball. I think they're the same, 17, 18. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. So so same vintage. Yeah. <laughs> they changed the ball this summer with a less prominent scene. Yeah, so not only did all of our openers pretty much fail last season, we're going to have that again just against the Australians. So uh, Yeah, I was interested Australian, uh, the Australians agreed to that. It wasn't. We didn't impose the ball upon them. They were like, yeah, we'll take that on. Fair um, enough. They probably found double, some Yeah, double. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, and we're moving on to the World Cup now, but we'll ease our way in. Uh, anyone heard the World Cup song um, by Rudimental Lauren? Stand I've by. Heard today. a snippet. Honestly, just you saying the word rudimental there, honestly, I know exactly what it's going to sound like. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. A rudimental you, song. You don't even have to play. It's going to be a 2012 kind of synth kind of just, oh yeah, this is it. Yeah. It's filmed around here. You can go and look at some of the locations. Oh, really? Yeah. Columbia Road, uh, the King's Head or the Royal Oak. Right. There's uh, an old West Indian man playing dominoes. 
Oh, outside. He's always there. A cricket ball rolls up. Anyone who's ever been there knows there's absolutely no chance of a cricket ball rolling up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tower Hamlet's council have no ball game signs everywhere. He holds it in the video, he holds it and he remembers the beginning of the song where he was a little boy in um, West Indies. All right. Cricket. With a leather ball on the beach, which like, it wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a nice try. Um, it's interesting with, with cricket, the ITC... They have this certainly this song the year before. Don't really the songs like they're all right songs. They're not terrible yeah. pieces of music, but they haven't got anything to do with cricket. No, they, I think they should. If they'd entered it into Eurovision, we might have done better than last. Oh, God, with that leverage, Matt just smiling to himself for the benefit. Of well, I was going to point the 2015 one has snippets of someone talking about the Cold War in it. Like, uh, nothing, nothing to do with any cricket nation. Australia, um, America and, and Russia are the two it, nations referenced. It's, 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 to give, it's to give the message that the World Cup is a battle. Yeah. No, well, I don't know. Um, so that's that. Uh, <laughs> and at the end, there's a real danger that someone might let off a nuclear bomb. <laughs> God, that's <laughs> like... Two for two. <laughs> Didn't even work. <laughs> uh, so we want to know um, if you've listened to the song. It doesn't really seem like it's got much to do with cricket, uh, like we're saying. Does anyone want to know what Lauren, Lauren, L O R Y N? How are you saying that? Low Ryan. Low Ryan. Anyone want to know what Low Ryan had to say? About it? <laughs> no. You don't want to know. I think we're going to know anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the quote. Um, we are all looking for a little bit of that in quotations feeling. Wow. There we are. Was that so also that's in a, capitals? That's, uh, no, no, that's what she said. I've seen the interview with right. uh, Flintoff, of all people, uh, <laughs> talking about it. So, you know, go on. Is, 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 is there any context to that? What no, was the no, question no. Well, that they asked? I was like, what's, the, what, what's it about, was the question. And she said, I really like Bob Marley, and then went on to say that. There we are. That makes, that, <laughs> on the podcast. that makes less sense than what I've been spouting for the last well, five minutes. Well, you know, like, there we are. Um, so are, we, are we going to play a bit of the song for ladies and gentlemen? Or unfortunately, we are. <laughs> so hold on to your hats. So yeah, have you uh, got any more news? So you didn't like the song? Uh, I think we can quickly move on from okay. that. Oh, well, you know, like it's not it's not Pitbull doing another World Cup, FIFA World Cup. Song, yeah, it's, it? it's nice to know he's not made a few million quid <laughs> about the ICC. Uh, yet. Um, <laughs> there's one last bit of news. Uh, Hall of Shame this week. Eccleston Cricket Club. A few people might have seen this tweet. Oh, yes. Uh, um, oh, I have seen this one. Yeah, yeah. Shocking scenes at ECC today in our Lancashire Cup game. Rainhill batsman headbutts our bowler after being given out caught behind. <laughs> Umpires have abandoned the game due to the assault on our bowler. So the Hall of Shame is actually the other team, so it's not Eccleston. Yeah, no, no. Uh, or yeah. are you saying yeah, that for, being, think, for no. being a bunch of grasses, <laughs> Eccleston are in? I think it's fair to assume that Eccleston probably haven't told the full story about what well, happened there. Well, this is what oh, I'm thinking. If, <laughs> why didn't he headbutt the umpire? If yeah. it was umpire the game match, like, surely the bowler, the bowler then the must bowler have said something. The bowler has given him some shit. I mean, this is what he? Gareth White says uh, as, as one of the, the replies to that. Was, uh, did he nick it, though? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, apparently the batsman, the bowler is fine, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, but I think that's a, a worthy hall of shame. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. Um, Doesn't set a good example, does it? No, to anyone. It's not in the spirit of cricket. Um, was he still wearing his helmet when he had both? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I was, this was my second thought. My first one was, I bet the bowler's done something. The second one, was he wearing a helmet? Mm. Was he getting with the grill? Um, I it's, see, I condemn that in uh, amateur cricket level, but if that happened in professional cricket, I'm all over it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Rock on the field. Yeah, rock on the field. You don't get enough of that in cricket. Yeah, you're, you're right. You get a little bit of verbal back and forth. You get Occasionally the, someone stands near someone. Yeah, you get the odd um, like full-on bash in and the bowler will deliberately... Maybe pump, once pump. a year. Yeah, Usually Ben Stokes. Um, that is the cricket update this week. I see anyone else has remembered anything. No, let's get on with the World Cup. the first team we're going to look at is it Afghanistan I believe it is uh, Afghanistan the lowest ranked team in the tournament yeah longest odds lowest ranked what's the difference yeah. I don't think they're in the top 10 ranked teams in the world are they no well, they, only, above them. they only got into it by winning the qualifying tournament right um, I think they beat Ireland uh, yeah also, was it Scotland weren't Scotland like was a boundary away from being there or something like that and they yeah. Well, Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Accurate facts, as always, from the uh, cricket podcast. Scotland, I think, I'm pretty sure Scotland were closer to being at the World Cup than Ireland. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they didn't make it, obviously. So they were really close to doing it. Yeah, I prefer that. I'd rather Afghanistan. They, they, maybe they, in fact, they might have nearly edged out of the West Indies. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. they're not there, are they? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. So, modern Afghanistan can be traced back to 1747. <laughs> And the founding of the Durrani Empire by Ahmad Shah Durrani. <laughs> We've asked you to do a profile of the team, not the country. <laughs> Moving forward, they've recently changed to captain. <laughs> Surprisingly, they've got rid of Asghar Afghan, who has been their captain in all three formats. He's a national talisman. A national talisman. And for some reason, they've brought in Gulbadeen Naib as captain. Right. Never captained before. Uh, averages about 22. No idea why they've done it. Af- is Afghan going to the World Cup? He is go- he's in the squad. <laughs> okay. So- with diminished responsibility. <laughs> wants to concentrate on his, uh, his own game. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, yeah. So there's like, some nepotism going on. One of the selectors have been like, know. don't worry. My, um, my son's in the side. Apparently, a few of the players initially spoke out against the move, but have kind of closed ranks. In the weeks before the yeah, fall, I do, I, in line. I do yeah. vaguely remember Rashid Khan maybe making yeah, Rashid noise Khan's about during, silent. Yeah, during the IPL when um, he could speak to the media. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so our hopes of uh, uh, Afghanistan vanquishing Australia in the first game probably look a little bit diminished already. Unless they've gone into a siege mentality. Nice, okay, yeah. nice. And then they yeah. might want to prove everyone wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll yet to see. We'll see the leadership skills that come through. Exactly. <laughs> maybe Naya will prove everyone wrong. <laughs> But yeah, so change captain. As already mentioned, Rashid Khan, I think, is probably the key player. He's the first ranked all-rounder in the ICC rankings, ODI, all in the world. I thought it was bowler. He's third-ranked bowler, first-ranked all-rounder, because he's got, I think the average is about 20, so batting. Okay. He's decent enough. Um, yeah, his ODI average is 15. Bowling. With the ball. With the ball. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what happens when you bowl against Ireland all the time, though, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's done quite well in the IPL, though, as we mentioned. And, uh, I think he's a decent player. Yeah, no, I, I, I've always... I think you can rate him quite highly. Yeah. Um, plays for Sussex, doesn't he? In mm-hmm. his spare time. <laughs> exactly. 
so they've got Rashid. They've also got uh, pod favourite Majib Ur Rahman, another mm-hmm. spinner. Uh, so he's the ninth ranked ODI bowler in the world, average of nineteen point five. Took a bit of a took a bit of a tonking in the IPL, though, didn't he? Yeah. So his second season in the IPL wasn't quite as good as his first. Mm. He is has only just turned eighteen though, so I think we can cut him a bit of slack. Um, I don't think we thing can. Thing like is, when you're playing yeah. when you're playing at international level, mm. if you're if you're good enough, you got to play. If you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah. If you're shit enough, doesn't matter how old you're. <laughs> That's the rules. The old adage. Exactly. Where's Shane Watson? <laughs> yeah, 37 year old Jane Watson. But on the other hand, Afghan, uh, they do have some experience. You've got Mohammed Nabi coming on to 34 now. Wiley. He Wiley. Had a good IPL, yeah. didn't he? He did well in the IPL. He's still the third ranked all rounder um, in the RCC ODI ranking. So they, they've got some good, they've got some pedigree here. They do. So this this brings us on to the next point, though. Strengths, spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Three yeah. really good quality spinners. On their own sort of pitches, they can knock teams out for not very many runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, in English conditions... The, the marble f- services that we run. <laughs> exactly. A flat deck at Headingley. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be too many games at Cider are bad for them to take advantage of. <laughs> but yeah, so weaknesses, I would say, pace bowling. They've got, um, I think it's Hamid Hassan. Yeah, I think it is. Decent. Yeah. But apart from that, they're... Bit weak. Uh, Shadzad, is it Shadzad? Shadzad, Shadzad. That probably makes more sense than Shadzad. Opening the batting. Yeah, uh, yeah Shadzad, right. he's uh, he's a bit of a beast. They have a unit, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have got a unit. Uh, Permanent first slip. Yeah, yeah he, he's he's there to aim Leverock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's if it sticks, it sticks. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, in general, batting their batting isn't as strong as their bowling. Mm-hmm. Their top ranked batsman uh, is Ramat Shah, who's coming in at fortieth in the world. Okay, so so there's not too much strength in the batting. That's, that's pretty much every other batsman at the tournament, isn't it? Yeah. Like Even Bangladesh yeah, have got yeah. about three above that. Yeah. Um, um, but they do have the wild card. So this is uh, Hazratullah Zazai. Okay, why is he the wild card? Why is he the wild card? <laughs> so last year. He's never played cricket before. <laughs> we just don't know. <laughs> He's never played top level cricket before. Last year in a T20 international against Ireland. Mm-hmm. He got 162 not out of 62 balls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that included 16 sixes. Is this the... Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty hot. Yeah. It's pretty hot. Is this the guy who in domestic cricket scored a billion runs in about 20 minutes as well? Yeah, he's only 21. That's even better. Yeah. He's 21, <laughs> burst onto the scene. He, when he tees off, he tees off. Mm-hmm. And he's also got a fantastic 40-style moustache. Which oh, can go a long way. But no. what, what more do you want? Exactly. A great addition for the World Cup, I think. Like, but the, yeah. the thing is, they get to play... All the games, so in this format, they're going to a, their profiles will be built up. A bit of a cult cult following, I reckon. Yeah, no, definitely. That's it. All, all it needs is one match for them to. If Zaza off, we've got Ramach or the unit up top. If they get some runs, they don't need too many runs to be able to defend at a total, mm-hmm. and that's their ideal situation. Um, so yeah, I mean they're nailed on to beat Australia in the first match, <laughs> and then after that, you know, the World um, Cup is their oyster. Yeah. That's with Bristol, isn't it? Small yeah. ground. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. you get Warner, Maxwell early. Exactly. Yeah. Skittle. Yeah, they've only got Kwaja, <laughs> Finch. <laughs> Faulkner, is Faulkner there? No, he's not. Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Steve Smith's a nerd. So, okay, so, but there's a, maybe a chance of a couple of upsets for Afghanistan, but ultimately, they're probably going to finish in the bottom two. Yeah. Do you have odds on, on them? No. 100 to 1. 100 to 1, yeah, at least. Yeah. I think Afghanistan will win less than one game. 
But if, if they summon the spirit of Ahmad Shah Durrani, <laughs> father of the nation, I'm telling you what, they could. Everything is possible. They could do it against us. Exactly. Uh, we're not particularly good with spin, and we've seen that our bowling isn't that good. So yeah. Anyway, we'll all be cheering Afghanistan on, I think, won't we? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, they might yeah. even become the pods team. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> it's good to see a new team at the World Cup. I think it's their first World Cup. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, in, in a reduced, well, there's a reduced number of teams at this one. It's nice to have yeah. an outsider. You need yeah. an underdog. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so yeah. who's the next shit to uh, next <laughs> outsider? It is Bangladesh. Who wants to hear about Bangladesh? Uh, if Mushraf Mortaza is in the squad, I'm going to be over the moon. Not only is he in, is he in the squad, he's the captain. <laughs> he's he's been around. How old is he now? <laughs> I remember. I remember playing a, with Mushraf Mortaza on Brian Lara cricket, mm-hmm. the, the very first Brian Lara cricket yeah. game. He's the ringleader of this whole he's, group. He's the only reason Bangladesh play cricket, I reckon. But just as pad just to keep just to keep him going. <laughs> Um, yeah, Bangladesh, uh, known as the Tigers, as you may know, or Le Tigre, uh, wow. if you're French. Um, <laughs> okay. They are one of the newer teams at the World Cup. Um, so I did some research into this. They played their first official one-day international in 1986, um, but Sri Lanka were like going on tour there for a few years before that. It's, it's not really clear, but you know, we're starting. They started cricket in 1986, okay. which isn't true, but for the purposes of this segment, is true. Okay, okay, are we happy with that? Clear as mud. Uh, 164 million people in Bangladesh cheering them on. Wow. Big old country. Uh, mm. I always was vaguely aware that it had uh, a, a lot a, of people. A numerous populace, but yeah, I was um, quite surprised by that. And, and obviously, cricket is the, the big sport there, so. I like how we're, we're, we're crossing this week's podcast about the National Geographic. This is fantastic. <laughs> it's what people listen for. Yeah, um, oh, and Dakar's the uh, sixth most populated place on the planet. Yeah, well, it's, it's Let's give the team what they want. Um, so, the cricket is definitely on the up there. It's, I think it's the newest nation in the World Cup. Okay. So they weren't a nation until the seventies. They were East Pakistan. Then they were independent. Then they decided to play cricket. Um, so there's a lot to overcome, mm-hmm. um, and they're slowly getting there. They get they are getting better every year, um, and it will be exciting. Like in the next ten years, I expect them to break out a little bit more. And be better. I'm not sure it'll be this year. Um, bit more backstory, or should I get on with some players? Because uh, they did have some kit controversy. Ross, I know you like kits. I do love. I do love a good kit. All right, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, initially previewed their kit about a month ago, and it didn't have enough red on it. And the Bangladesh fans on Twitter got very upset with this. And tweeted at the Bangladesh Cricket Board so much that the Bangladesh Cricket Board applied to the ICC for a special exemption so they could change their kit and add some red. Wow. So there we are. How, power where, to the people. <laughs> where, whereabouts did they add the red? Um, the traditional like kind of sash thing across the oh, middle that they yeah. had. They were basically wearing the Pakistan kit. It was, it was full green with white numbers and stuff like. Um, it's, it's like like the football teams where they just resell the kits. It was to, a bit to like that. Yeah. But it's, it's a nice kit. Now I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Maybe an 8 out of 10. Like it depends whether you can suit green. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of green. Previous yeah. previous World Cup performance. Uh, does anyone want to have a guess at this? Or uh, oh, I know they beat Australia a little while They've beaten a few teams, but not... They, oh. they beat Australia in a test match. In a test match, I think they beat them 3-0. So, they're, yeah. like I say, they're on the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, they are usually rubbish. They have made the knockout stages once. Um, and in doing so, knocked out England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, that was. 
Not and that long ago, was it? Unfortunately, they ran into India in the quarterfinals and lost by over 100 runs. So that was 2015. <laughs> um, but, you know, baby steps. Yeah. Okay. Bang, Bangladesh have done it. Kenya have done it. Ireland made knockouts once. <laughs> a steamed company. Uh, their coach is a man named Steve Rhodes. He was quoted this week as saying he's happy with the squad depth. And that people in Bangladesh are going to have to start looking beyond the Fab Five. So, are we playing a game of guess the Fab Five? No, we're not going to do that. We're going to go straight into it. So the squad is basically as expected. Um, and the, where that was leading was that it all depends on these five players. Mohamed so, Ashraful, is he still so there? I'll just read them out and then it's easy for everyone. <laughs> Mashrafa <laughs> Mortaza, um, so he's bowler, averages in the low 30s. Shakib Al-Hassan is an all-rounder, left arm off spin. Uh, has been rated as the number one best, uh, all-rounder in the world quite a lot of the last 10 years. Like He's legit good. He'd get into a lot of other teams. He'd play for England. He'd be interested in Mamin Ali, I think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, if they change the rules to allow Bangladeshis to play for England. Yeah, you know, straight yeah. Uh, Mushfika Rahim uh, averages 34. Like I think outside of Bangladesh, you probably have not heard of him no. as much. Um, Tam Mikbal, yeah. oh yeah, seems yeah. to batter England around every time he plays. He's really yeah. good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really, like, like Flair would be one of his uh, one of his averages thirty six. Not so that's not that's going. He's going pretty well. And Mamadullah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're the Fab Five. What definitely, that, definitely familiar with three of those. You, you mentioned. Mohamed Ashrafel. Yeah, he's probably about fifty now. Isn't no, but no, what happened to him? Like, ten years ago, he was. Gonna, yeah, he was going to be just like. Yeah, he's he's legit. He was, was twenty eight ten years ago. Like, really? He's, he's an old man. Oh. Um, how, how old is Mortaza? Yeah. <laughs> Thirty thirty five. Right. Apparently. Fair enough. Okay. Um, this could be his swan song then Bangladesh to win it So, but there, there's a lot of experience there is where I'm going for so if, apart from Iqbal uh, they the other four have played since the 2007 World Cup mm-hmm. so they've, they've got Been 7, there, 11, 15 fourth World Cup that's not bad going mm-hmm. yeah um, so you know I'm, I'm hopeful that they'll bring the Bangladesh <laughs> party to the game um, best batsman <sighs> Tammy McBell yeah. I think that's fair enough hope he's batting isn't he uh, he does, yeah. So. Uh, like, he, he, he's got it in him to win a game against almost any team in the tournament, I think. Like, almost single-handedly, he could put 150 up in 100 balls. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be some nice, nice wickets for his style of batting. Uh, so, re- remind me, so uh, we haven't covered the format yet. Within the within the ten team league, how many teams go into the next round? Is it is it like is it a ridiculous thing again? So ten, for the top four, ten teams. Yeah. Everyone plays each other once. You play nine games. Top four go to the semi-finals. Semi-finals final. That is a completely and utterly logical thing to do. <laughs> it's almost like it's not up to the ECB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Um, best all rounder. Shakib Al Hassan, we've discussed this, like, it's genuinely really good. Yeah. Averages 36 with the bat and 29 with the ball. Mm. You know, th- that's decent. Might cause a couple of issues. Yeah. Um, and I've got a possible breakout star here. Alright. Uh, because obviously, like, as their coach says, you, you can't rely on the Fab Five forever. No. Uh, Sumia Sarkar. Uh, he has scored 350s in the little try series they're having at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, had a little bit of a, a bad 2018. But it's tipped to do sort of like fairly well. 26 years old. So, you know, like if you want Bangladesh to do well, you need him to do well. I mean, I must admit, I've already forgotten the guy's name from Afghanistan as a breakout star. It's a high, was it? 
Zazai. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so we've got this guy as well. Sarka. I think we can remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the chances for the World Cup. The bookies rate them at 80 to 1, which I think is probably a little bit harsh. So I've had a look at this. I mean, I, I've been thinking. I think I expect them to beat Afghanistan. I expect them to beat Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're, they're big favourites to win both of those. And I expect them to beat one or two of West Indies, Pakistan, South Africa or New Zealand. Okay. They'll pick up another win there, I think. No, I, I completely um, disagree. I think Bangladesh is going to finish bottom. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I think like they've got players who aren't going to be overawed by the situation. They've got players who can win matches. They've mm-hmm. got probably the best all-rounder in the tournament if you... Like, I mean, I know the if ICC, you just count all the other all-rounders. Well, no, so, no, the ICC rankings are like massively flawed because... Afghanistan don't play good teams. Bangladesh do. Mm-hmm. Like um, Bangladesh, I mean, there is a, the there's a waiting though, isn't there? Applied to yeah, but it's not but obviously obviously not applied play. that well, is it? If the best all rounder in the world is Rashid Khan, like anyone who watched the IPL can tell you that's not true. <laughs> uh, he's a good player. Yeah, it'd be joking. Probably in the top. <laughs> <laughs> probably in the top ten. Um, it's a but farce, I tell you. So my evidence, my evidence says I don't expect them to uh, to qualify, but I think they'll win three games. Okay, or four, three or four games. But you know they're they're, they're not bad. I think they'll be a kind of fun team to watch. Um, and that moves on to the, the final thing. South Africa v Bangladesh, 2nd of June at the Oval. Um, and the 5th of June, they play New Zealand. So they've got two games at the Oval where they'll have a lot of support. Yeah. Uh, lots of Bangladeshis in the UK. So I think, like, you know, it could be a good tournament for them. Cool. Um, I would say almost no chance of winning it, but <laughs> they'll probably entertain their fans. Lovely. Yeah. Should we take a little break? Yeah. Uh, Robin, why don't you give us uh, the son of Gavaskar? The stories. Yeah. I definitely want to know more. Why? Why is that your favourite innings of all time? Uh, it was the first game of the first ever World Cup. How old were you then? Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was minus seventeen at the time, <laughs> uh, which is I find the best age to appreciate a cricket match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can really grow into it. Can't exactly, you? <laughs> exactly. Um, so this was when the uh, matches at the World Cup were sixty overs apiece, and people hadn't really got the idea of what one day international cricket was about. <laughs> um, was this the first one day as well or did they, they try it out first uh, so the Gillette Cup had been running for oh, okay. 10 years oh, or so right. okay. so the World Cup was sort of in an embryonic state kind of yes. it was his first ever game wasn't it um, it was actually two years after the first Women's World Cup so oh, they were yeah. lagging behind yeah. but yeah so the first ever match in the first ever Men's World Cup England posted 313 so they went out over 5 and over which is you know for 1975 not too bad pretty good uh, apparently, Sunil Gavaskar thought, this is impossible. We're never going to go. <laughs> <laughs> there is literally no way I can get anywhere near it. So he thought, well, I might as well get some time in the middle. Basically get some batting practice. In. And he blocked out. <laughs> now, India's manager at the time called it the most disgraceful and selfish performance I've ever seen. <laughs> but he will not be reprimanded. <laughs> so, um, so what was the final score? So England scored three hundred and thirty odd. They did, and which uh, they wouldn't repeat until two thousand seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so India finished on one three two for three. <laughs> so they left some gave it a good go. <laughs> they left some runs in the bank. <laughs> Bad out for a losing draw. Yeah, apparently during the match, um, Indian spectators kept uh, running onto the field to try and remonstrate with Sunil <laughs> to tell him why he was going to fucking runs. Um, he wouldn't listen. He was in the zone. 
And yeah, <laughs> there was nothing anyone could ever try to do to persuade him. Uh, he hit one four during his innings. <clears throat> oh it must have been an God. edge through the slips. Apparently, so years after the event, he tried to justify himself by saying that he knew he should have been playing some shots, but he couldn't play any shots. <laughs> <laughs> he said, there were occasions I felt like moving away from the stump so I'll be bold. This was the only way to get away from the mental agony from which I was suffering. I couldn't force the pace and I couldn't get out. So what are you going to do? That is amazing though that like, what, 45, 50 years ago? Is it 40, 45 years? I think there's been 11 World Cups before this. 44 years. years, Um, It's amazing that they're one of the best batsmen in the world just had no plan B whatsoever besides like what he was doing in test matches. Yeah, it wasn't even like I'm just going to like mow to the leg side. (laughs) Trust the hand-eye coordination that's got me to tight level to maybe score at like, I don't know, 50 runs every 100 balls. (laughs) But what I like about it is that we've highlighted this such an important part that this World Cup is going to be an absolute run fest. It is going to be it's going to be completely antithesis of that. Mm. And it's something we should look forward to. We should appreciate that this is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, there's a chance they'll bring back, they'll or get rid of the second new ball thing after this as well, because it's been talked about. So maybe the last time we do get to see things like 500. I think. Well, I think on. the thing that the thing that's changed this World Cup is that certainly England have looked at mathematically what the best way to play one day cricket is and that's score loads of runs no it's it's to look at how many balls a batsman stays in and what their strike rate is nothing to do with averages so um, Joss Butler for instance stays in for roughly 32 balls or 33 balls Mm -hmm. per dismissal but scores at 120 so that means his batting average is like 36 or something like that Mm -hmm. which is not anywhere near as formidable as Virat Kohli but if you had a team of Kohli's and a team of Butler's Butler's stacking up runs like, way beyond what Coley can do. Coley's a scoring at 90. Like, it's a different... England are looking at the game in a different way mm-hmm. to, I think, some other nations. Um, so it will either... like they, they will have to start thinking about ways to limit that if they want to stop it, or more teams will start doing it. This will be the beginning. England will be a bit further ahead of... I mean, India are kind of trying to do it, but I think but that's every I mean, other team isn't. I completely agree. I think, that, that, I think it's a really good point. And I think that at other World Cups, teams have come in and they've tried something different. And they've tried to do it, so I won't be surprised when England get copied. And actually, we might get our plate by someone. It could be a complete surprise package, and it might be amazing. Like if New Zealand just turn up, that that'd be fantastic. I think, yeah, I think India, New Zealand will try to go that way. I think India have the personnel to go that way. Well, that's sort of who we model ourselves on, isn't it? New Zealand, McCullum. Yeah, a little. Um, but I don't. So I think teams like Australia might struggle a bit more than pundits think because they still have like people who are back for their average. Like, Steve Smith is not a brilliant one-day cricket. Pundits themselves, you mean. (laughs) Kawaja is not a great one-day cricket. Well, they've they've already just come around to the fact that Glenn Maxwell should be in the team. (laughs) (laughs) He's their their Josh Butler. They're getting there, though. They don't have have two Glenn Maxwell. They could have taken Ashton Turner. I know he humiliated himself at the uh, IPL by getting the Olympic rings. But (laughs) they didn't take him, and they didn't take Hanscom. And both of those... Battered the ball around. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, the, they're exactly the kind of players you need in your middle order. Um, you don't win game scoring 280 very often anymore. You'll beat, no. you'll make the knockouts, you'll beat Bangladesh because your bowling's too good. But, you know what? I mean, I'm, I don't think England are that scared of Pat Cummins in one day cricket. No. And I, I think as well, the pitches might seem to suit Australia as well mm. from, from this fight. But if there's a, a bucket load of rain, they're absolutely screwed. <laughs> yeah. um, but, anyway, we'll have a little break. And then we'll come back with the next three teams. 
was 335 to win for India, and then came the near unbelievable part. Sunil Gavaskar batted through 60 overs and made 36 not out. I've never seen anything quite like it in a limited overs game before or since that day. It was almost as though they were having batting practice, either that or playing for a draw. England won the match by 202 runs. Thanks for the history lesson, Rob. That was no problem. That was pretty good. <laughs> so back to the World Cup previews then. Uh, it's my turn, and it's Sri Lanka. God, you sound thrilled about this. Oh, <laughs> do I ever. Sri Lanka, or the uh, Democratic Socialist Republic of Sri Lanka, to give it its full title. Thank you. Yeah, if you're looking... <laughs> I just prefer Sri Lanka. Yeah. If, if you're looking for a team uh, to finish bottom and win no games, look no further. Um, oh, that's a bold statement, isn't yeah. it? Well, 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 the, well, the country that has produced powerhouses yeah. is Kumar Sankara. Jaya yeah, Saria. back in the day. Jaya Wardner. Jaya Saria was so good at... Loves cricket so much, he... <laughs> didn't cricket anymore. <laughs> he refused himself from it. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 you know, in the theme of previous uh, intros to mm-hmm. countries, we'll, we'll do a little bit of a history lesson as well. So, uh, formerly Ceylon, uh, gained independence from the British Empire in 1948 and, uh, and changed its name from Ceylon in 1972. Uh, Sri Lanka is also the oldest democracy in Asia. Nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, f- uh, full suffrage from 1931. Did it have the first female prime minister in the world? I believe it did. Nothing like asking yeah. ask, uh, asking a question which you know the answer no, to. No, I probably felt like there you go. No, I was hoping that was, that was the next thing I was teeing uh, up. But, you know, he hates yeah, women, no, so... Yeah, no, unfortunately not. Um, well, that's, that's not true. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, Sri Lanka also big exporters of tea cinnamon and rubber yeah yeah. 70% 70 Buddhist (laughs) did you do anything about the cricket and national sport is volleyball (laughs) do you know what I think we should uh, stop making a cricket podcast (laughs) so that's Sri Lanka a travel podcast hosted from Hackney Um, (laughs) and back to the cricket yes so winners in 1996 Mm -hmm. runners up in 2007 and 2011 quarter finalists in 2015, you can see the direction they're heading. <laughs> Down? Down. Yeah. So the overall, their overall World Cup record is beautifully symmetrical. They've won 35, they've lost 35, and they've tied one. Nice. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's well pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I mentioned that maybe if you want a team, if you want to look for a team that might be finishing last, that Sri Lanka may be it. Um, their form going into the World Cup Aside from today, where they have beaten Scotland. Big scalp. Uh, well Scotland done. nearly made it. Yeah, well, you see, you see, I think I can tell you why they went for Scotland as their first warm-up games, to get, get some confidence back in the side, because um, before that, they have lost their last eight ODIs, and they haven't won a bilateral ODI series in nearly three years. So, oh... I'll, I'll take you through... I'll take you through their, their previous... Uh, Previous attempts. Okay, yeah, go for So, it. most recently they were whitewashed 5-0 by South Africa mm-hmm. and 3-0 by New Zealand. Good teams, good teams. They lost 3-1 at home to England. Uh, they lost to Afghanistan and Bangladesh in the Asian Cup group stage. Then they had a bit of a purple patch of form. They lost 3-2 to South Africa and 2-1 to India. So, pretty yeah, good. No. Uh, before that, uh, they were whitewashed 5-0 by Pakistan and they were whitewashed 5-0 by India. Uh, they lost 3-2 to Zimbabwe. <laughs> uh, 
I'll repeat that. They lost 3-2 to Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. They tied 1-0 with Bangladesh. And then they were whitewashed 5-0 by South Africa before that. Uh, They lost 4-1 to Australia, 3-0 to England. And that takes us to their most recent bilateral series win in ODI cricket in June 2016 against who? Australia. (laughs) No. Um, Us. No. Oh, You're thinking Zimbabwe. big. You're thinking far too big. Zimbabwe. No. Amman. Ireland. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Yeah, so ignoring uh, washouts and... Um, I had no idea, though. I know they've been pretty yeah, bad Yeah, they've while. been shocking. Uh, ignoring washouts and competitions, so like Asian Cup and that sort of thing, and trilateral stuff. Mm. Um, that's eight wins and 42 defeats. See, that's amazingly bad. Yeah. It was one of those things that they got really unfortunate. They, they, they got very fortunate about a, kind of a golden generation coming through. And then they all kind of retired at the yeah. same, same time. So, yeah, lost, you mentioned a few of them. Yeah, they also lost people like Chaminda Vass, who was like unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muralithram went. Um, Harath went recently. Yeah. So, only 21 million people there as well. So, it's harder for them to replace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. don't have a Jamie Dalrymple waiting in the wings. <laughs> And Michael Yardy. Um, <laughs> that is astonishing. I had no idea they were that bad. Yeah. But unfortunately, they've uh, they've got Angelo Matthews as captain. Oh, yeah. Actually, they replaced him, didn't they, Max? Uh, they replaced... It wasn't Angelo Matthews they replaced as captain. It was uh, Lassith Malinga they replaced as captain. Dumpy Malinga! So, um, yeah. Uh, who are they pinning their hopes on to turn? To, to ride the ship? Karuna Ratner, indeed. So, Malinga has been dumped as captain after their woeful RDI record. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, they have installed convicted drink driver Dimas Karuna Ratner <laughs> to the wheel, which is a questionable decision. Isn't, I think our vice captain is um, not convicted, but on video, punching <laughs> the face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wouldn't sign me a loser, that's what I'd say. <laughs> um, but I'm guessing if he's captain, he's got a Great solid, pedigree, right? Yeah, yeah that's what you're after. Average. Yeah, so he hasn't played an ODI in four years. <laughs> and his average is 15.63 with the bat. Yeah. Wow. Um, lead, think, by, lead by example. But, you know, before... Thinking outside the box. Yeah, you know, four years ago, they may have been winning games because my history lesson ends there because mm-hmm. they won something. So, I, you know, I lost interest. Um, <laughs> but... You know, Malinga, maybe he'll be freed up to perform well. After I didn't his... think they were taking him. Or, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's playing. Yeah, he is yeah, playing. Okay. So, um, yeah, having won the IPL with uh, Mumbai. Uh, Mumbai. He, uh, maybe, maybe the momentum's with him. Uh, a, a swan song. So, uh, so other than um, their astoundingly impressive um, captain, yeah. have they got any other good well, players? In the you, mentioned, you mentioned Angelo Matthews. Mm-hmm. He, you know, experienced player. A thorn in the uh, side on more than one occasion. He's, yeah, he, he's class. He's He's got a batting average of 42. Economy rate with the ball in ODIs of 4.6 in 203 matches, which is pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty tight. So I think, in all likelihood, he's going to be their best all-rounder and their best batsman and their best bowler. <laughs> and probably wow. end up in some sort of fight with Ben Stokes as well, which nice. we all want to see. Uh, um, they got Mendis. Mendes, yeah, uh, Pereira, Silva, uh, De Silva, yeah. So I mean, yeah. yeah th- I, I was looking yeah. up that. I was looking up their stats though, and they're, they're bad. Yeah, they yeah, they're bad. Um, like the only pos- bit of maybe you know a breakout star that I could find could potentially be Avishka Fernando, who's twenty-one. He's only played five ODIs, but he's got a list A average of forty-six with four tons and 
five fifties and twenty six innings. Better bring a game. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it's the year for him. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's an aging squad. There's not a lot of uh, actual well quality in there from what I can see. They're not taking Chandelal. They're not taking uh, Dequella, and they're not taking Akila Dananjaya. So I, th- I, think I don't like, hold a lot of hope for him, to be honest. Having a borderline civil war while you're trying to produce a there, cricket there, team, there's also that. that might, yeah, they have conflicting interests. There's aren't they? certainly yeah. been some uh, yeah, cricket should come first. <laughs> if only they prioritise yeah. cricket. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're op- well. They're opening up with uh, a game against New Zealand and Cardiff on the first of June. Mm-hmm. Um, Odds wise, you can get anything from between forty and a hundred to one. So yeah, that's um, I really I really think Bangladesh must be better than them. I, th- I they they are. I Ma- think Max, honestly, yeah. you reading out this, it's been like it's been like you regaling a story about a tragic woe. Like it's, yeah, you, you, it is. You feel like this is Shakespearean tragedy. Sri Lanka used to have like legit some of the best players. They have Sang- the best bowler. Sangakara in terms quality. of what it's taken in in Murilister, Yeah, history. quality. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Sarah Jaya Sarir, Jaya Ward. It's quite galling. Chaminda Vass. Oh, very good. Who remembers Chaminda Vass? Chaminda Vass. Where's the new Chaminda Vass? Yeah. Max, thank you very much for that update. Amazing as always. You're very welcome. Heartfelt. I, I felt like I was there with you. Yeah. Um, but, thinking of uh, being with us, we would really appreciate if uh, you could follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter or Instagram and follow us also on Spotify, it would really help us out. And leave us a review. Even if it's terrible, we just want some no, reviews. if it's terrible, just don't listen to us anymore. No, I was quite happy to take some one stars and I'll read them out. Uh, fair, <laughs> okay, fair enough, yeah. Um, iTunes, that's where we want the reviews, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we want to maintain our five-star rating. Eight reviews, eight five-stars. That's unprecedented. Well, we've got one review, reads here. Five stars, good work. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. What more do you want? <laughs> So there we go. Follow us at the Cricket Pod. Um, we've got two more teams for you to go through: West Indies and Pakistan. And we're going to kick off with West Indies. One of the what's the one of the, the superstar nations of cricket. I think, like, like the, in terms of kind of blockbuster appeal, they've got some unbelievably good players, and over the years have what dominated cricket and actually brought us a lot of enjoyment, which is great. Um, this year, Jason Holder's captaining side. Um, so they went through a bit of a rocky patch, uh, West Indies, where there were huge disputes with the West Indian cricket board, um, kind of around salary and all this kind of stuff, which led to pretty much all their big name players going and playing as mercenaries in the IPL, um, Big Bash, um, the Bangladesh League, Pakistan Super League. So um, they've really struggled for a little while. However, that has been dis- that has been completely solved now. Yep, people, people are back in the fold. They've got a new board, haven't they? They have indeed. And things are things are on the up. They uh, when England toured earlier this year, they drew two two in the ODI series. And to be fair, they probably deserve to win. Actually, in in, in that, um, Jason Holder, I think he's doing a great job. They've uh, installed Chris Gale. The um, what's the what's the way to describe Chris Gale? Like in the Language. field. Language is a good way old. to describe him. Like, yeah, old, yeah. yeah. Um, ancient. Ancient. Yeah. He's like a like, immobile. But he's lazy. A, he's a, like a grandfather clock that stands at first slip, doesn't bow off spin anymore because it takes too much out of him, but then smashes sixes. Loosh. So uh, he's the vice captain. Um, which is, that's not a bad start. Well, they've got some good players there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I'd take Gale as an opening batsman. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Absolutely. And then they've got Dre Russ. Jay Ross is back. IPL superstar, one of our favourite players on the podcast, lit up the IPL this year, and uh, he's 
Why would he not do it at the World Cup? Uh, I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Like he could win almost any game from almost yeah. any situation. Flat pitches, yeah. more time to hit the ball. For what six. do you do with? I mean, in a T Twenty, like I think one of the reasons KKR didn't do so well um, was that they used him as like a four or five over at the end of the innings kind of finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, when actually they should have got him in with like 10, 15 overs. Like yeah. They should be like, there's 10 overs left, go. Um, <laughs> I don't care who's out there Retire. Yeah. Uh, at the Cricket World Cup in 50 over cricket, mm-hmm. do they try and let him loose in the middle overs against like Liam Plunkett? Or do they save him to try and take on Archer at the end? I mean, like in the England scenario here. Oh, um, I reckon if he comes in around like at the 25 over mark. That's almost perfect for him. So, you, yeah. I mean, in general, would you be in favour of flexible or rigid batting lineups? Uh, flexible. I think, I think you need to... You want the play of the situation? Absolutely. And I think the West Indies are perfect for that. They've got um, Carlos Brathwaite, who... The killer of Ben Stokes. Yeah, absolutely. Not the only killer. But got his number. <laughs> um, Shy Hope, who's the wicketkeeper, and he's... He's a class act. He's a really, really good batsman. Yeah. Um, but then people were kind of wondering, do they actually have the firepower in the bowling department? And they've got Kimar Roach, Pace, mm. Usman Thomas, I'm not sure I'm saying his name correctly. Yeah. Osmani. Osmani Thomas. And crowd favourite, Shannon Gabriel. They are Pace merchants. They are... They are Cottrell. Yeah, Cottrell, the military. I didn't really want to mention him because I don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> we noticed. But there's a, there is a serious amount of fire. Let's not forget there. Jason Holder. Not pace, but. Well, Brath- Brathwaite's not too out there. Really, Darren, really accurate. Yeah, and they've got Darren Bravo as well. So I don't think they should be underestimated. The only lacking thing they have is spin options. So they've got Ashley Nurse in there and they've got Puran. Then they're not. Is Bishu in the squad? No, he's not. No. So they're, they're not the people you want. Ryan. Um, Lona Ryan. Um, and unsurprisingly, even though he took eight for against England, <laughs> Royston Chase has been Chase, left the, out the, the side. The non-spinning really? off-spinner. Yeah. I just thought they were kept, he's not too bad a batsman. Though. You'd have thought he'd be like, maybe it's a Joe Denley of the West Indies. And Perhaps. He's not quite good enough at either. <laughs> I still can't believe he took eight wickets against us. Bowling slow straight. The England test team is away from home. It was unbelievable. Like They it were, wasn't. Oh, they were playing for spin that wasn't there and none of them learned. Do you know what else is unbelievable? Is that IPL superstar Kieran Pollard has been named as a reserve. Not even in the 15-man squad. That's bad. Bravo as well. Yeah, but I can understand Dwayne Bravo purely because... He's been retired for a few years, and uh, he's, he, Darren Bravo is better, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, Kieran Pollard has like almost yeah. single-handedly dragged Mumbai Indians like through that in a, in a lot of games. He's pretty old, he's a bit lucky. But uh, he's in reserve, so if there's an injury, he'll be there. Um, as you said, that Cottrell, the old military salute, is there. Marlon Samuels is there. Your favourite player, Hetmeyer. Yeah, Hetmeyer's a decent... He's exactly what a team like Pakistan's missing. Mm-hmm. Like someone who's going to bat five or six, going to play one way. Bats in a sun yeah. hat. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm hearing positivity, that's what I'm hearing. Honestly, I can't believe they're down at like 15, 20 to 1. I can. Like, I, th- I think that is absolutely ridiculous. I think they've got... So much experience in that batting lineup. They've got a few like people who can't move in terms of like Gale, <laughs> sure, but they've got they've got match winners in that side. And over well, when they have to win, what six games probably to get? Yeah, well, here's what I'll ask you: like in a in a one-off game, are they likely to beat England, Pakistan, or uh, in, it's Pakistan probably? Yeah, uh, England, India, or Australia? 
honestly think yes. In a one-off game, you're deluded. No, I think I think they they're exactly the kind of team. Who... Not they could do, but they'd be like long odds, three to one, four to one. I they've think got to win two of those games. They've probably got to be two of those teams, and it's all got to go right against everyone else. That's fine, but I th- honestly think they have exactly the makeup of the team of big game players. They've got the pace. Um, maybe they don't worry too much about the spin. If Russian Chase takes eight for, maybe Ashley Nurse can take nine for. Who knows? Um, this, is, this is someone who's just fallen in love with a team and doesn't understand. Ashley <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nurse can take nine for. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> Oh, you're going to be nursing your ego when that happens, Jack. God, that's four for four. <laughs> their first game, that's actually Nurse figures, that is. Their, their, their oh. first game is uh, at Trent Bridge, so a great place for them to start for a bit of confidence um, against Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's on May 31st. So I honestly think they are a surprise package. I think they are the guys who might actually win this. So You're going to go that far? You reckon they're going to win it? I think they, that's they, outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Even by the standards of this podcast, that is a bad prediction. If they're, if, if they're not in the top four... I'll if they're be, not I'll, in the top four... I'll be really surprised. So you think that they will be above India, England, England, India, Australia. You think they'll be in the top three, four? Yep. Yeah. So you reckon they'll be above South Africa and New Zealand? Yeah. And Pakistan? Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy. When we do the predictor on next week's show, I'm back in the West Indies. What are the stakes? That's the question. But we'll figure that out. Yeah. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> um, but that is my update for West Indies. Our final team to look into is Pakistan. Um, yeah, Pakistan. Um, do you want to know some of their nicknames? Yep. Absolutely. Green shirts. Men in green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spending a theme here. Um, and um, the, the Udu word for Falcons, which is Shaheens. Yeah, okay. which is my favourite. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Shane Green Freddy. Men, Green Men does make them sound like a knockoff mascot, which is <laughs> good. Uh, Two hundred ten million people will be cheering them on. Uh, it cannot, and I will say this genuinely, um, it cannot be overstated how big cricket is in Pakistan. It's by miles the second biggest cricket nation in the world. Mm-hmm. You've got India, then you've got Pakistan. Like it's mad popular. Loads of people play it. Like everybody, yeah, it's it's. It's one of the cricket's two real powerhouse nations. Yeah, and they've, they've got an unbelievably good history as well. Yeah, they sure do. Um, a little note for anyone who is interested in this sort of thing. Uh, there's a documentary on YouTube for free. Dennis Does Pakistan. And it's about an Australian journalist called Dennis. Can't remember his surname. Um, he's, he's a little bit um, questionable on, uh, on Twitter. You don't like his politics? Not particularly, no. Uh, right, well, no, yeah, no, he's a big wind-up merchant. Massive wind-up merchant, but made a really good documentary about Pakistani cricket. He goes there. Um, he's not a massive journalist, but at one point he's interviewing Imran Khan, who's the Prime Minister of <laughs> Pakistan, like about the 1992 World Cup. So, um, so he's doing he's, all right. He's unlocked some doors. Um, he's, he's full value on Twitter, though. Like, uh, I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, but uh, he he's not afraid to state an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most recently about Shahid Afridi's decision to ban his daughters from playing cricket. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, a, that's quite a lot of trolling of Shahid Afridi going on there. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's an area we should go into. Okay, right, right. I've got my opinion, and I think Shahid Afridi's an idiot, but... I, I definitely concur. But, well, uh, you've just got into it, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
He's lied about his age. <laughs> his opinion on women is wrong. Um, previous World Cup performance. They are one of the teams who played all 11 World Cups. Uh, how many times have they won it? Twice. Denied. They won it once. They beat England in the final in 1992 in Australia uh, when they were captained by their current Prime Minister Imran Khan. So that's a little bit of the backstory of the great cricketing nation of Pakistan. Um, I think you, I, everyone should be rooting for Pakistan. It would make their day if they won the World Cup. Yeah, um, there's not been international cricket played there for a number of years because of security reasons. Mm-hmm. They're finally getting back to that position where actually the safety in their main cities is good. Yep. And they want people to come back and play. Like it's a huge thing. You say like, I love Pakistan. As yeah, I mean, I think after England, they're my favourite team in the tournament. I do that. say that, and I, I literally love the enthusiasm. I love some of the players they've they've put forward. But I'm going to come back to it again. There's a little bit of um, nefarious activity that goes on with some of the <laughs> like the, uh, like the, like the number of like ball tampering scandals, the match fixing that happens, and all this, and like the players are involved. Uh, yeah. they're, 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 it's not moral standard. That's a wrong way to put it. But their standard of kind of what is an elite profession is a little <laughs> bit less than what I what I would, I would anticipate. Well, yeah, I mean. I think there are some other reasons for that as well. We've previously talked about how there should be like an international minimum wage for absolutely cricketers, and I think this is one of the issues that comes up. It's that someone come along with ten thousand dollars and say, "Are you prepared to risk your career for this?" And the answer is yes. For some, not all, not most, but occasionally you'll find people who are like, "Yeah, you know what? Like, Mm -hmm. this is temporary, and I've been paid a thousand dollars a game." But what uh, also was great is that like, they, uh, the, the, the level of forgiveness that the Pakistan cricket board has, and I mean Salman Button. I'm surprised he's not in the in the, in the squad. Well, he isn't. Um, someone who is their captain, Safraz Ahmed. Um, good captain, won 21 of his 35 games. Yeah, so that's right. good going. Um, so Character as well, led by someone who knows what they're doing. Um, coach Mickey Arthur, been around the block. Famously ousted as uh, the Aussie, Aussie coach. Yeah, that's why I've been around the block. I'm not sure he's the greatest coach in the world, but, you know, that's kind of Pakistan's style. <laughs> <laughs> um, where it gets very interesting with Pakistan at this World Cup is their selection. Inzamam or Huck, head of... Uh, he is, yeah, Inzimam. Inzimam. Yeah. Big Inzi, yeah. Back from the... Back from the what? Back from Retirement. Where? <laughs> Back from the retirement. Yeah, no, he's not playing. He's not selecting himself. No. <laughs> he's not gone that far. <laughs> his, his nephew is there. Um, so there's been some controversy. Uh, Abid Ali, Fahim Ashraf, and Janae Khan have all been dropped. Asif Ali, Mohammed Amir, and Wahab Riaz are in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we offer our condolences to Asif Ali, whose daughter unfortunately passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but. On cricketing terms, um, aside from him, the other two selections are a little bit controversial. So Asif Ali should be in the team. I think mm-hmm. he's played very well against England, um, and we hope he has a good tournament. Um, Mohamed Amir did not play against England. Had chicken pox. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wahab Riaz has not played a game of cricket for Pakistan since June 2017. Famously went for 110 <laughs> of his 10 overs <laughs> in an ODI. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a weird one. So basically, what, what I think has happened here is that Pakistan have played England, um, being absolutely pounded by England, and then had a total panic. <laughs> They've done in England. Yeah, they have. They've done in England. They have done in England. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, do you want to hear what Interman, Chief of Selectors, has said? Yeah. Uh, the lack of potency of our frontline bowlers against England meant that, cha- that a change was needed. We now know we will encounter batting wickets at the World Cup. The bowling... Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is fair. Yeah. Uh, the bowling u- unit during the England ODIs has not clicked as anticipated or expected. If we have at our disposal the vastly experienced pace duo of Amir and Wahab, then it will be foolish not to include them. So it seems logical, although, like, I don't know if you should be dropping people who have, like, played well for your team um, against teams that aren't England because they didn't play well against England. Yes, yeah, not- It would be like Scotland's cricket uh, football team dropping players because they lost against Brazil. <laughs> like, um... <laughs> Is yeah. Um, so, so, so Janae Khan took it unbelievably badly, didn't he? Yeah, Janae Khan. Uh, he tweeted, um, I can't remember the exact name, uh, the exact wording, but it was something. He tweeted a photo of himself with duct tape over his face. Yep. And a caption reading something along the lines of uh, "The truth cannot be told." <laughs> uh, Cryptic. Yeah, no, so I'll be not too happy. Um, someone who like we've not mentioned and wasn't playing against England, uh, Usman Shinwari, uh, averages 19 in one day internationals, internationals since the last World Cup with 28 wickets. Um, I'm expecting my call up to the England team against Australia in his last game. Yeah, uh, so that was what March. Mm-hmm. Take took more wickets than Amir has in his last 13 matches. Nice. Uh, so, you, so you can see why there's a little bit of controversy here. Junaid, I think, is their second highest wicket taker since the 2015 World Cup. Uh, Amir has been pants. Wahab Riaz hasn't played. Um, but it didn't stop the coach piling on, obviously. <laughs> he had to say, Junaid and Fahim, who someone else has dropped, uh, had originally been uh, had been originally preferred over a few other bowlers based on their recent performances and the investment we had made on them since 2017. They had the opportunity to spend their World Cup spots, but they were well below par in the series against England, even though they were up against the difficult challenge of bowling <laughs> on Placid and bats from friendly wickets. <laughs> they were in a complete uh, meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is Pakistan's problem, I think, in, in many ways, uh, at the moment, is that they're... The cricket board there is probably worse than the cricket board in this country. Which is which is something. Yeah, like any board, like, it's, it's, like there's some of those positions are essentially hereditary. It's like it's not. There's no due diligence. Mm-hmm. Nobody in Pakistani government saying like what's going on here. One final thing on this, and we'll get onto like some of the players who actually are going. Janae Khan is the only player in cricket history to be picked for three World Cup squads and play no games. Oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah. So he was injured for one, didn't play in another, and was picked for this one and then dropped at the last minute. Mm. Not too good. So the players who have been picked, um, best batsman, I've got Babar Azam down here. Um, pretty Fuck, obviously. Yeah. Or seventh. Fuck Azamans another. Yeah, seventh best contender. in the world. Um, the other one I've got, and this might be slightly left field, but Imam Al Haq. Uh, in one day cricket, averages 60. So even though there are a few accusations yeah. of nepotism flying around. <laughs> rightly or wrongly um, it seems like a pretty dangerous opening batsman um, blasted 150 against England the other day um, on the bowling side uh, Amir and Riaz like, they're not going to pick them and not play them are they they're both pretty bad it's a really difficult thing it's, it's like a really old kind of club cricket in England 
kind of just being like, we can't trust the youth. We can't trust these guys to do it. So they pick their old mates. Mohamed Amir is a good bowler. but Not that good. I think Jason Roy is going to smash him all over the place. Yeah. Like Chris Gale is, will destroy Riaz. There are Riaz. opening bats from all around the world. Licking their lips at the thought of those two. <laughs> Old. Spin, spin wise? Uh, iffy is how, how I would describe it. Um, they've got a nice all rounder, Imad Wazim. Uh, left, decent left arm spin option. He's got um, a weird action, doesn't he? Yeah. He doesn't really spin, but he's really effective. Yeah, yeah, no, it is quite effective. Um, I was, I mean, the other people I picked out were Hassan Ali, um, who, has taken quite a lot of wickets for them was the top wicket taker for them in the Champions Trophy in 2017 in England um, and wasn't utterly pulverised by England uh, that's, which is that's a good game really um, and a few people I've not really seen him play um, but there's a guy left arm a tall left arm called Shaheen Afridi yeah uh, who Falcon Afridi yeah <laughs> <laughs> Max is back <laughs> Urdu Max <laughs> Um, who gets a lot of bounce, uh, has a pretty good record in his 13 one day, one day is. Uh, but, and again, like, I was busy so I didn't see this, but went for eight, more than 80 runs in all three of the one day as he played <laughs> against England. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, yeah, Imad was seems the only all-rounder I can see of note in their team. Might have got that wrong, so please tweet at us if that is correct. But I really am not rating this Pakistan side. Uh, breakout star who might do well that we don't expect um, this Shaheen bloke might not be really terrible and it might have just been the England effect and perhaps a man will continue to be good mm-hmm. otherwise not because they went like and retrospectively picked a bunch of old yeah, men yeah they had a few <laughs> who <laughs> might be breakout stars and then they I mean, Asif, got rid of them all. Asif Ali has got quite a young career in international terms and so maybe he'll like continue to smash the ball all over the place but you never did, really know um, did Yunus Khan end up in the side or Shad Malik <laughs> I think Shad Malik's in Shad Malik's in there yeah, he's, he's 38 <laughs> he was playing in the England game yeah um, um, and uh, Hafiz as well who, uh, yeah. who just recovered from a broken hand Chances for the World Cup. So the bookies have got an incredibly generous price of twelve to one to sixteen to one. Okay, which yeah, I think yeah, it's not bad for a tip. Like, no, no. Well, I mean, like the opposite way around. I think they're being very generous to Pakistan. Oh, I, really? I think that Pakistan are more like twenty or thirty to one. I don't think they're significantly better, than... especially now after the squad announcement. Yeah, I I just don't really know what to say about them. The only thing you can say, and this is like where you're really clutching at straws, is that Pakistan, when chaos is going on, sometimes they put it all together. Of all <laughs> the teams that can deal with chaos, Pakistan are the best equipped. Okay. They've been there, they've done that. Yeah. They've, they've, yeah, you know, like the one they won in 1992, I think they were very unfancied. Um, well, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like basically I've got a list of things that are problems for them, and really very few... Plus points. Um, I've Where written, might be Sri Lanka? I have written probably a bit better than Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, a, a um, good point to leave it on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I, I think <laughs> all of that. Fifteen minutes of analysis, probably a bit, probably better than Bangladesh. They, their last two series, they've lost four 0 to England and five 0 to Australia, and they were at home against Australia. Mm. And Australia didn't have Steve Smith or Dave Warner. <laughs> like. Um, it's not, it's not looking good. This team aren't very good. Yeah, they're mm. just a bad team. So, um, first game, 31st, 
at Trent Bridge with the West Indies, and they play England on the 3rd of June. That's a Trent tough opening pair, isn't it? That and is. If they lose those, they're out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I think there's major danger. Mm-hmm. Um, if Pakistan pulled it out of the bag, I think it could be a glorious, glorious summer. Okay. Uh, well, plenty of cricket to I play. fully expect them to crash and burn. Fair enough. Jack, in depth, I loved it. Thank you very much for that. Uh, before we leave you, guys, I just want to ask, who do you think is going to be the surprise back to the World Cup? So we're going to do a review of the remaining five teams. They're, they're the five favourites. Yeah, they're the five favourites. Who do you think is going to be the surprise package of the World Cup? And this is from one of our listeners, Anna, and she wanted us to answer this question, so this is a good way to go out of the show. Uh, I think the surprise package, who will nearly make it but won't quite make it, yeah. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Okay, well... I'm sitting there with West Indies and... Naturally. They're going to do it, mate. They're going to do it. Max? I'm going to yeah. have to come down on the side of Ross Leg. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the West Indies camp, yeah? And uh, Rob, I'm... Afghanistan till you die? Yeah, I think Afghanistan will surprise a few people. Yeah? Yeah. They'll only lose just in a couple of games. Exactly. Yeah. So having named three of those five teams between us, you can be sure that the surprise package <laughs> of this particular World Cup will be Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. Um, it's been an in-depth show. We hope you've enjoyed it. And next week we are back looking at the top five favourites. teams. Favourites. I'm excited for that. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. See you later. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs> The Cricket Podcast. I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Sports Social Podcast Network.